Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. couple of the band members arrived late there, three minutes past uh, four on a beautiful Thursday afternoon. We are live from the Adelaide Oval. As uh, the preparations continue here, amazing amount of work, Roach, prior to this India-England World Cup semi-final. We get there, we watch all the pre-game entertainment, we take it for granted. You see all these rehearsals that have been happening for the hours that we've been here. Yes. It's quite uh, amazing. And so too is our next guest. He's an absolute ripper. Nearly won the premiership, don't we mention the war, Roach? They had it won on three occasions, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, North Adelaide senior coach Jacob Surgeon joins us now. Hello, Serge. Kimbo Roach, uh, thanks for having me on the show again, lads. Appreciate it. Not bad. What do you think of Adelaide Oval? We're down here. We've got the best office in the world at the moment. Well, I, I, when you guys were just talking then, I did hear that you guys had been there for hours, and I, <laughs> yeah. I, I found that quite funny because I know, Kimbo, you would have been out on the golf course playing, and Roach would have been doing there and doing his work and doing his preparation. And um, But, you know, Kimbo, I'm not sure you've been there for hours, but... Um, oh, Serge, you have no idea how you've got that so wrong. Uh, Jacob, just, you know when you have you have the thought in the back of your mind, but you're just not sure because your memory's not 100%. That famous 2011 game when Port played Melbourne, were you yes. still at Port then? I, did you play in that I game? I did, yeah. Yeah, I played in wow, that game. Wow, that and, would um, be a memory. I, that would be an incredible memory. Be, yeah. I am... Um, there's some trivia for you. I actually thought that was going to be my last game for the club because... Okay, um, I sort yeah. of had a um, a trade prepared to go back to Frio, oh. um, but um, things uh, things sort of fell through because that's why I had a um, well I had a knee operation um, at the end of that season, just a, like another meniscus clean out um, mm. to clean my knee, and I actually failed my medical test, so the trade didn't go through. Okay. So um, I actually thought that was going to be my last game, but then obviously I went on and played twenty twenty. Missed half the season um, with a glute injury, and um, that was it. So, but um, oh, it's a beautiful oval. We're so lucky to um, watch the AFL boys there play, but then also as an SNFL coach and, and the club get the experience to play on Adelaide Oval. So, um, yeah. you know, we're we're very lucky. I think sometimes you can take it for granted, but we definitely mm. don't. Yeah. Good point. Hey, uh, your preseason gets underway on December the 1st. You've been fairly active. We had Jesse White on. That was a great get. We had a few chortles when we asked, uh, when we, we inquired with him as to how your reaction was when he got on the phone and rang you up and said he wanted to help you win a flag. <laughs> he reckons you, you were around his house within an hour. Yeah, no, it was um, it was pretty quick. Um, Jesse, um, oh, he's an outstanding character. He's an outstanding person. And, it was a really hard decision for him, but you know he's he's obviously won a premiership at Glenelg, um, and he's got uh, a lot of um, a lot of really good feelings down there. But you know, just to all the Glenelg supporters, it, it wasn't about um, like going back there and playing. It was it was more for him being just closer to his family, and it literally, he literally lives across the road from the football club. Um, he's got two young girls. Um, he's really invested in the North Adelaide community. He's got a um, 
He's got a one-two boxing gym um, in Klemzik, which is just down the road from the club, and a few of the boys are going in there and doing some sessions. And um, mm. yeah, he's um, he's an outstanding character. He's, he's training he's training pretty hard at the moment. I actually sent him a text and told him, told him to chill out a bit. So um, <laughs> he's been as mustard. So no, it's um, it's it's really exciting. Him, him, and Sam Mays. Like Mays is um, Mays is obviously going to be working at the footy club as well. I'm um, doing my old head of development role, so he's he's putting um he, he's got his first week at work. So he, um I said to him to enjoy his first full time job. Um obviously coming out of the AFL system. So um but he's um yeah, he's an outstanding character who's a really good um good young man who's really invested in making North Adelaide better as well. So you add those two guys hopefully back into our team, and we haven't lost um anyone out of that Premiership team yet from the from a draft or from someone who's leaving or retiring. So we're really excited to see what the season can bring. Oh, we're just getting a little bit of another program so, coming so, through at the moment. Just on Sam Mays, though, this is one of Kimbo's ridiculous predictions. Um, yep. Where are you going to play him? Are you going to play him in the midfield? I reckon he could win him a Gary medal. He's a damn good player. Oh, he's a very good player. Yeah, he'll 100% be playing in the midfield. I can see him, Campbell Coombe, Harrison Wiggs, um, Aaron Young, Andrew Moore, Will Coombe, <laughs> um, you know, I could rattle mm. off a couple of other guys. But no, he'll, yeah. um, he'll definitely start inside. He gives us a different dynamic. Um, you know, behind, I think I said last time on the show, behind O'Brien, um, who played that one game against Woodville and Matt Crouch, I think only played four guys, four games. If you take those two guys out of the ranking points, Sam Mays yeah. is the third um, highest ranking player in the competition and, and number four is Campbell Coombe. So mm. um, it shows you where, you know, the competition in regards to, you know, the, the the pure fundamental stats of the game see Sam Mays at. So, you know, does he make us better? Yes, 100% straight away he does. Jacob, did you, just to go back to Jesse White, did you know Jesse White before he rang you? No, no, only through football So, circles. so I'm just wondering, <laughs> did you, do you think when the phone rings and someone says, I'm Jesse White and I want to play for your club, do you think it's a set-up call or how did that unfold? No, I, I heard a little whisper through some North Adelaide people okay. who trained at the gym that, you know, he's, that he'd sort of um, thrown it out there a little bit, and I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. I won't, you know, okay. I won't yeah. do anything um, from my point of view in that aspect. Um, but he he found my number, as as we all do in football. He um, mm. he rang me. We had a conversation for 15, 20, 25 minutes. Um, more around, like it was more around family for him and being involved mm. um, around the community. Yes, he loves football, and um, but. It, it, it was more him playing at NFL, um, trying to squeeze a lemon and get the most out of himself, and he's that type of person. So um, uh, when, it, when, it, when a player like Jesse wants to come to your footy club and he wants to be involved, um, you just do everything possible to get him there because he's, he's an outstanding person, and like Maisie, he's going to add to our group straight away. Yep. So just and, on the other side of that, you've got a national draft coming up. Are you nervous about what that will do to North Adelaide's list? Um, oh yeah, well, Frankie Zeckley, obviously from a senior point of view, had an outstanding mm. season. I think he, um, yep. you know, he was averaging ten or eleven disposals last year in the few league games that he played, up up close to, to twenty this year. So um, his development and improvement was huge throughout the year. Um, Nigel Lockyer is always a sneaky chance. You know, someone there's yep. been a few clubs sniffing around him from a senior point of view. But then obviously we've got Isaac Killer, Billy Dowling, Sean Benya, and unfortunately Kelsey mm. Ripshaw, who hurt his knee halfway through the year. He was. He was right up there as well. So, um, you know, we, we know that we're a feeder competition into the AFL. Um, that's, you know, our jobs. But our job, my job is to win premierships and and, and, and compete to play in, in grand finals every year. So that's part and parcel of our industry. Um, it's something we have to deal with. 
Um, you know, I've had so many messages, you know, oh, why didn't Jacob Bow play? Well, Jacob Bow's an AFL player now, mate. Like, we didn't, you know, Jakey's gone. That's that's the system. So it is it is yeah. what it is. Um, yeah. just like I said, I was really proud um, of my club for the way we, you know, approached this whole season. And um, we're really looking forward to what next year's going to bring. Mm. Uh, we're live and interactive. Stack of text coming through on zero four two seven one five four one double six. Mario's doing some of his best work here. He says, not since the days of Kim Dillon will a mirror get such a workout of prospect over with the arrival of Jesse White. Well, you got bigger guns <laughs> than me. Hey, hey, Serge, just a quick comment, a quick comment, because we want to get onto a very big issue in a moment. A quick comment on your Ooh, other two recruits okay. so far. Yeah, big issue yep. coming up. Connor Nutting, mm. Southport Sharks, and Matthew McKenzie from West Adelaide. Quick word on both. Yeah, so Connor's an, uh, Connor's an interesting one. He's an athletic forward. Um, he actually is from the Gold Coast, and um, he met Adelaide girl up there, and she moved um, she moved back here to Adelaide, um, and he was um, he they literally live uh, well, five minutes away from the club, and I think he's spoken to Norwood and Glen Elk and a few clubs as well, and um, uh, Harrison Wig, Aaron Young, a couple of the Gold Coast boys know him, so he felt really comfortable with us. His um, his missus. Um, Daisy's very good friend with Jake Patmore's um, partner, Jess. So um, it felt like a really good fit. He felt really comfortable. He's an athletic forward. He can mark the ball. Um, he gets up and down the ground really well. He's a good set-shot kick. Um, so he's going to be one that's going to be really exciting for us. Matthew um, McKenzie. And Matty McKenzie is a big, a big athletic ruckman at probably 198 centimetres who's um, he's got a great engine on him. He can run all day, really good hands. And he played a couple of games against us in the last few years, and I've really liked what he's done against Mitch and and um, and some of our ruckmen. Um, so you know, we we see him playing that forward ruck role um, as well. He's had a, he's had a few knee troubles in his journeys at West Adelaide, so we're um, we've uh, he's gone under the knife and had an operation to fix those injuries, and hopefully we can get the best out of him at the Roosters. But he's one that's really exciting for the future. All right, you've been very active. Let's get on to this really big issue. I think yes. you're ready for this. Yes. You would be expecting yeah. this. I choked yeah. on my cornflakes this morning when I looked at a picture of you <laughs> and your beautiful wife. Mm. I thought, boy, hell, he's batting above. But you are no longer yeah. the most yeah. famous member of your family. Your beautiful wife, no. Alison, is now board member, a director at West Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely batting above my average. My average is, <laughs> um, you know, she's, um, oh, she's a stunning person on the outside, but more... More on the inside, boys. So I'm very, I'm a very yeah. lucky man. But she's, um, uh, Connie Wilson, who's the CEO, at, um, who's the CEO now um, at West Adelaide, an amazing woman. Um, she was a board member at the Roosters um, before she took that job on, and um, I got on with Connie really well. Um, Ali and Connie struck up a little bit of a friendship, and when um, when Connie went over, she said to Ali, you know, would you be interested in a role like this? And you know, that sort of perked Ali up, and we had a conversation, and I had a big smile on my face, and I was just like, you know what, baby, just got to go for it and do it. Like this would be a great thing, not just for you, but for women in football and women in sport. Like, so she's, you know, I think I did an interview with Andrew Capel, and it went in the paper, and you know, yeah, she's a bit of a pioneer in what you know in women's football and what they're trying to do um, there, and um, oh, she's going to do an amazing job. She's got a great business record um, in the in the recruitment world, um, and uh, she's just doing really good things. Uh, when the opportunity came, I just said, you've got to jump out and go for it. And, um, yeah, she's been loving it so far. It's been um, interesting. Um, yeah, we try to keep uh, the two the two separate, the two yes. worlds pretty separate. <laughs> so how do the ground there. rules change in the surgeon <laughs> household? Yeah. Yeah. How does this work? Yeah, so I, think, I, think, I, think, I think we've decided when, we, when Westies, uh, when Westies come to prospect, then I'll probably move yeah. out of the house and then, when we Ooh. go to <laughs> when we go to Westies, I'll probably move out of the house again. So 
I think that I think that keeps everything pretty pretty safe and normal. But um, okay, no, yeah, it's, right. it's, it's really exciting. So I'm basically I'm basically getting booted out for a week, which is all right. <laughs> oh, well, congratulations to Ali. It's a wonderful appointment. You're getting a bit of love as well. Uh, Annie, who's a mad Port Adelaide supporter, says love you, Serge. She sent that through about three times. Well, never a dull moment in your household, Serge. You've got three beautiful children as well. Always appreciate having a chin wag. You've been very active uh, over the off season. It's going to be another big season for. North. Appreciate your time, Serge. Beautiful. Thanks, boy. Thanks for having me on the show. Really appreciate it. No, we love having you on. Hey, that's a busy life, Rich, isn't it? Don't you love Absolutely. that, though? That's yeah. people squeezing every little bit of juice out of the lemon. Yeah, and it's great to see that we don't have the barriers anymore, Kim. Yeah, I know. Everyone's seen for their talent rather than whether they're a male or female in, in football. And, and look style. at the photo of Serge I have in my hand, looking, yes. into, looking oh, at, with yes. adoration yes. into his lovely wife's eyes there, yes. Alison. Indeed. We are running late for a break. This is the run home. Thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Hey, if you want to win $1,000 worth of free fuel, well, you can play Beat the Boys. That's coming up shortly. You can register your number now if you want. one 736 736 a Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 4.20, we are live from the Adelaide Oval as they still undertake preparations for tonight's big semi-final between India and England. Sticking with the underdogs. I think England are still underdogs. Heard Callum Ferguson last night. He they, he had England favourites in his mind. Okay. So I'll stick with the uh, Fergalicious. We're here thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Stack of text coming through. This one says, nice to hear Jacob Surgeon talk about the Roosters in 2023. They're going to be strong, but not as strong as the mighty McGain Panthers. Ooh. Sold by McGain again. Panthers. So Mike Dobbin and his yes. Midas touch can win them a flag. No. I don't think it's going to happen. It'll be a fairy tale. Good on you, Dobbo. That's from, that's from Matt. And, Roach, I've had about three texts come through. Apologies for not getting to them earlier. All asking if Port Adelaide had any chance to get the Irishman Connor McKenna. Well, you've got to be there up front, and certainly Ken Inkley has been. He's picked him up. Connor McKenna at the airport the other day and we know the connection between Orazio Fantasia and Connor because they were former Essendon players but there's four clubs Brisbane has seemed to be leading the race again on this one just intrigued where does Connor McKenna fit in Port Adelaide's lineup, and at whose whose expense? So we were we talking about assets. it. Yeah, we we're talking about it during the ad breaks. He, he's got leg speed. He runs with the footy reach. Yep. Maybe he's on the wing, given that you've lost a wingman. Yep. Uh, Cal Toomey from AFL.com spoke about the potential of Connor McKenna going back to the AFL. That was on Brecky this morning. And the Bombers as well yep. have had some interest there as well. Look, I think Brisbane's been at the front. Um, alongside Geelong throughout this period. Port Adelaide's another club that has shown right. some interest too um, because he's a free hit and that's what the, the fun of these guys for clubs is. You don't have to go through the trade period to get them. You just have to win them over from a contract point of view and lifestyle point of view. So he's got links everywhere. Obviously, he was at the Bombers with Joe Danaher um, now at the Lions, but he's also been at the Bombers with James Kelly who mm-hmm. still has a bit of a relationship with him at the Cats. So there's that. The Lions did like him, though, and, and tried to prize him out of Essendon a few years ago on a, on a four-year deal that was pretty lucrative at the time. They need so. a couple of replacement halfbacks, too. And he's got speed. Mm. And they've been looking for speedy halfbacks for a while now, haven't they? So I think that um, if they want to promise 
a position and potential success. Jeez, it would cap a great off-season for them, wouldn't mm. it? They'd be one of the big winners if they get McKenna, Dunkley, Ashcroft, Fletcher, mm-hmm. Gunston. I think your point's an interesting one, Kim. It's probably where do you play Connor McKenna outside of that back seven that Port play? Because you've got Jace Burgoyne, you don't want to stop his development. Lockie Jones, where does Lockie he play? Lockie Jones. And, and You're not going to move Ryan Burton out of the back pocket, I wouldn't have thought. No, I wouldn't have thought But you so. want leg speed but your in point's that right back half. In the, on a wing could be interesting. Yeah, he'd be good at the Crows as well. Uh, but uh, who would he replace there? You've got Pistol Parnell. You've got Will Hamill. Yeah. Um, but he's a little more advanced than them, but I don't think Adelaide's yes. in the picture. No. We need to go to a break. Uh, for those that didn't join us earlier, it's a special day today. Roochie Rooch Rooch has turned 59. He's getting a lot of love. And there's a few comments coming through from Doc Clark when we interviewed him a little earlier. Yep. This one says, no, Aaron, no flag. What's up, Doc? Oh, oh boom, boom. Radio. And then there's another one. Chopsy's come back for a second serve at you, Roach. He says, is Doc Clark still practising veterinary science? If so, can he take a look at the Roach? <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. This He's is Kimbo and the bullet. Roach. <laughs> Thanks to Hyundai and Balfour's. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Nearly 4.30, appreciate your company. We're live from the Adelaide Oval. The run home, thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game and also great support from Hyundai. The siren's gone, Roach. I feel like putting the boots back on. Siren at a cricket match? Yeah, what's going on there? Oh, it must be to get the crowd going. Open the gates, I would imagine, wouldn't it? Ah, that might be that's it. We'll get a rush of people. Gates, we'll yeah. tell you in about 30 seconds. Roach, you're getting a rush of texts as well. It's your birthday. You're much loved. Um, I can't believe I'm saying that. Happy birthday to you, Roach. My yeah. favourite journo and favourite SEN host. He's never done a hosting in his life. Uh, hope you have an amazing day today. Much love from SEN's number one caller. I'll check that number. I reckon that's Annie. Thank you, Annie. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's very kind. Hey, Ruth, can I give you a quickie here? We spoke about Anthony Tippin Woody. Going back to Essendon, here's a text from... No name. Uh, have the AFL bent the rules for Tipper to go back to Essendon? Yeah, they probably have, because... He retired, Essen took him off the list, and now they've reinstated him on the list. Well, I guess Fremantle was probably the only club that could complain because they wanted him, didn't they? They were keen, and yeah. he had family connections back there. One more quickie before we go to the news from Brett. G'day, Brettie boy. He says, G'day, Kimbo and the mighty Michelangelo. Happy birthday, Roach. Thank You're you. the most talented sports writer in Australia, mate. Have a great day, Port Adelaide champ. Thumbs up. Brett clearly owes you money. Let's go to the news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 4.35, we're live from the Adelaide Oval as the excitement mounts for the semi-final between England and India tonight. Don't forget the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. And next guest, he's a man of the people, Rooch, as he takes another photo, Rooch, here it's of the Adelaide Oval. a great venue to photograph. He's a Dave Grohl lookalike. He's a cricket god. He's also known as Mr India, and we met him in the flesh in the studio yes. today. We've been talking to him for years. Bharat Sundarasan joins us. Hello, Bharat. Hello, guys. It was so good to see you finally. And uh, I don't know, so, does the Dave Grohl comparison, which has gone on for a couple of years, stick still? 
Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. oh, yes. Yeah, now that we saw you. But, you know, your reputation's so big now. I thought you are going to be about nine foot tall, and you weren't as tall <laughs> as I thought you were. But I am looking forward to your coverage tonight on SEN. You'll be joined by Jared Waitley, Adam Collins, who's here doing his preparation already, and Chad Sayers, a beautiful bowler, should have played a lot more for Australia. This is going to be huge. You tipped that Pakistan would beat New Zealand. They got it done in the last over. They did, didn't they? And, uh, I mean, it was pretty much uh, Pakistan all the way yesterday. Uh, mm. from, from pretty much the beginning. The, the way they started with the ball in the power play, that set the tone up. And, and New Zealand, yeah, clawed their way to 150-odd, but you, you knew that they were never in with much of a chance, especially after Babar Azam and Mohamed Rizwan also started as well as their bowlers had uh, earlier in the night. So, com- comprehensive yeah. performance and win for Pakistan. So how do you think the Kiwis review their bowling, particularly in the first 10 overs? Yeah, I mean, uh, going into the semi-finals, you would have thought they were up there with the better bowling attacks we've seen throughout the tournament. So um, I think, but, you know, after a batting display uh, like that, where they knew that they left a lot of runs out there, and they they also knew that they'd been really uh, outplayed by Pakistan with the ball and in the Mm. field. Pakistan was brilliant. It would have helped if that catch had stuck um, of what just the third ball that Barbara Azam faced in his innings. Yeah. Uh, you know, New Zealand don't make mistakes like that in the field. Uh, so that again set a very bad tone for New Zealand on the field and they never really recovered from it. Missed run outs and they just looked a little flat and you can't look flat against this Pakistan team. Matthew Hayden predicted that uh, Baba Azam was going to have a, uh, a big knock and it eventuated without being too deep. I mentioned this earlier. Seeing Matthew Hayden so invested in the Pakistani outfit, it, it's great for humanity. It gives you a good feeling. Oh, very much so. And uh, I'm, I'm sure you guys remember the scenes from last year when Pakistan were doing well in the early stages yep. of the World Cup. And there was Matthew Hayden praying with them, just chatting with them, just being such a big figuratively speaking and literally speaking in that Pakistan dressing room uh, even after on good days and bad days and he's been the same this time as well that really poor start to the tournament for Pakistan Look, they looked down and out uh, but they needed someone like Matthew Hayden to just you know just get them to believe and that's really what happened and uh, uh, yeah it's so happy to see him bouncing up and down uh, like, he, <laughs> like he was in the dugout uh, and be so happy. I mean, he's become a global citizen now. They all love him in India. He spent a lot of time there. Um, spent a lot of time in Chennai. Um, so, yeah, it's great for world cricket and great for Pakistan. Uh, Barat, you'll be down here shortly, but we are live from the Adelaide Oval, the best cricket ground in the world. England take on India. You predicted India would go through to the final. This will hurt, but I want you to present a case how England will win the, this game tonight. I uh, know, you know, I, I'm very disappointed to hear from um, the English journalists who are here and just a couple of sources in the team that Mark Wood might not be fit. That's a humongous loss for England. He's been their fastest bowler, their most impactful bowler after Sam Curran in this tournament. What, 31 balls at over 150 kph, as we've heard. Um, so to lose him against an Indian side who could have maybe had some issues against him um, is a really big loss for England. Uh, I think... Look, one of their big names, like a Butler or a Hales or a Livingstone, mm. one of them needs to have like that unbelievable, unforgettable night at the Adelaide Oval. And you're right, the most beautiful stadium in the world. Uh, if that happens, if someone plays a special knock, if they back first and then somehow put India under pressure, then maybe uh, England could go through. 
but at the moment everything points towards that india pakistan final like i have been saying for a while but we'll see yes. you never know right like when things uh, feel uh, way too obvious in t20 cricket we always get surprised yeah. and that's the story of this tournament as well okay barat so the toss what result would mm-hmm. happen with whatever who wins the toss what would they do <laughs> I mean, uh, considering that the last eleven uh, games at this ground has been lost by the team winning the toss, I think both captains yeah. would want not to win the toss. I guess to start with, <laughs> uh, but I think um, uh, because of the way these pitches have played, I think putting runs on the board, uh, especially in a crunch match, uh, is always the way to go. Um, and defending the and yep. the team, yeah, absolutely throughout this tournament. So. Whichever team wins the toss, you think they'll bat first, but they'll also remember that. Oh, oh, could also mean that we have to reverse the trend at this ground. Barat, we know you're busy, uh, so we'll let you go. Just give us your prediction for tonight. How it'll unfold? Um, India to win by, I'm going to say, five wickets is going to be uh, a close one. England will win the toss, elect to bat first, and, and I think India chases it down. Uh, that's that's my prediction. A, a final Virat Kohli special at the end there. You go. And Rohit Sharma always scores in semi-final. This is okay. how, this is the right. form our man is in at the right. moment. He's even predicting who wins the toss. Hey, yeah. good on you, Barat. <laughs> it was great to meet you in the flesh today. We look forward to seeing you down here shortly. Oh, very soon, guys. Cheers. Thank you so much. Ah, there he is, Bharat Sundarasan. He's been uh, sensational right throughout the tournament. Hey, if you want to play Beat the Boys, it's pretty simple. Get on the phone now. Give us a call. 1300 736 736. If you want to win $1,000 worth of free fuel, all thanks to Hyundai. Don't forget the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. Pretty simple. You'll get the best of three questions. You pick whether you want to take on the Rooch or myself. If you win, you go in the draw. We've got two people in the draw, and it'll be announced in two weeks. And when we come back, we will give you an important date to lock in your calendar if you're a football fan and love Adelaide really? Oval. Yep. And it's the Roach's birthday today. We've had a number of texts. This one, our good friend Mario at Maslin's Beach. We've got a compassionate audience. This one says, uh, Kimbo, Channel 9 sacked you on your birthday after 27 years of working there. Will SEN sack Roach today? No, surely, well, surely not. not. Surely and it wouldn't not. happen until after he finished his shift either. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know that I don't? Nothing oh, rude. I, can, I, only, oh. I read them out. Right. All righty. This is oh. the run home. Thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. we're here thanks to Balfour's and Hyundai. Uh, No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. And uh, the fans are starting to infiltrate the terraces, Roots, grabbing their favourite seats here at the Adelaide Oval. That's where we are. We are here and we are live. And it's the Roochie Roots, Roots' birthday. Here's a text, Roots. Hi, guys. Happy birthday, Michelangelo. One birthday wish you get. You get to choose from these. Would it be a Port Premiership? Australia to qualify through to knockout rounds in the World Cup? Well, what about this? Or to have your own drive sports show? That's from Johnny Kay. I'll take the Port Premiership, thank you. Yeah, I thought that would be pretty easy. Yeah, that'd be the one I'll take. Now, clubs, all 18 AFL clubs have been in a phone hookup with AFL House. Magic Round is now confirmed. It will be played in South Australia. Yay! Imagine six games here at Adelaide Oval. Now, you want to know when. Easter next year falls 
in the April 6 to 11 yep. group. So we know the traditional games like Geelong Hawthorne stay at the MCG on the Monday. The week after that will be round five. So April 13 to 16 is when Magic Round will be here in Adelaide. All right, look that in your diary. 13 yep. to 16. That is big news. Uh, well done to the South Australian Government and yes. all involved as well. It's going to be huge. Get out and support it. Okay, time for... Beat, Beat the, boys. the Boys. Yes, your chance to win $1,000 worth of fuel. All thanks to Hyundai. Don't forget the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. Now I'm just trying to find who our contestant is. Um, gee, lost his name, he Benny. down only a moment wrote it somewhere. Who have we got there? Oh, no, I've got it. Adam no. from Hawthorne. Hello, Hello Adam. Adam. G'day, boys. How are you Ooh. going? Oh, beautiful. Uh, Adam, this is pretty easy. All you've got to do, it's a best of three questions. If you win 1-0, 2-0, you go in the draw. There's only two people qualified. We'll draw it in about 10 days' time, and you'll have $1,000 worth of free fuel. So you have to pick who you want to beat. Do you want to take on the Roach or me? Well, look, first off, uh, I've had the pleasure of meeting Michelangelo a couple of times through a mutual friend, so happy birthday, mate. Um, Thank so you. I don't want to potentially beat you on your birthday. So I'm going That's to take really on good of you, uh, Kim. Rightio. Taking on who? Kimbo. You know I'm 2-1 at this yeah. stage. All right. <laughs> well, I've just handed the question. This questions. is a real envelope. Yeah, it's a real envelope. Yeah. Right, I hope you, you beat. Wow. If Rich can open the envelope. Well, it's been he's sealed. I'm Fluff Benny. It's his birthday as well. He's 30 today. All right, here we go. You, all you have to do is yell out your name. Soon as you want to answer. Okay, you're ready to go. I'm going to turn myself up, Roach. You ready? Yes. Go. Question one. Brad Ebert of Port Adelaide has joined which AFL club as a development coach? Adam. Kim. No no idea. No, give it to Adam. Give it to Adam. Adam, you go first. Say again. Wrong. I'll say Port Adelaide. You're both wrong. He's at Carlton. He's well, followed it, Michael Voss there. Oh, I had a big weekend. I told you that. <laughs> All right. Zero, zero. Right. From Adelaide United, which player is going to the World Cup? Great, good one. Oh, gee. You've done yourself oh. in. Adam. <laughs> Adam. 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 What's uh, the answer? Oh. Yes, I think so. <laughs> I had a brain fade. <laughs> if I get this next one, though, you lose. Uh, oh, I had a brain fade then. Oh, this will test you both. Question three, the decider. Which Formula One driver will be replacing Daniel Ricciardo next year at McLaren? Uh, um, Kimbo. Kimbo? Yeah, the young Aussie bloke. <laughs> Adam, Adam, you can win this by default. Uh, I don't know his name, so let's go with Mim. <laughs> well, hey, doesn't Adam, matter, Adam. You are the winner. Yeah. Oscar Piastri will be at McLaren next year. But, Adam, congratulations. You are the third winner. And into the draw for the $1,000 yeah. of hey, fuel. Well, well done, Adam. And, uh, gee, I put that on win. a plate for you, didn't <laughs> I? <laughs> well, there's a lot of distractions, Adam. We're, we're down here live at the Adelaide Oval. There's people running around everywhere. I had a total brain fade, but I, I am like wrapped. It. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I am wrapped that you're in. We want people to win. Yeah. Hey, good on you, Adam. We really appreciate you listening to the show as well. Thank you very Stay much. Stay on the line that, there. Guys. Thank you. Yep.
stay on the line and Benny will get uh, all your details. Mm. <laughs> I got all excited because we spoke to Craig Goodwin it's yesterday. Good too. Oh, I'm a bloody idiot. Fair thing. Don't ring about that. I know that I am. All right. Mm. Um, Roach, how long have we got to go here? 4.52. We've got a little bit of time, which is good. Um, I just thought, because uh, Jared Waitley's over in town at the moment, he'll be at the footy launch tomorrow yes. for SEN, which is really, really big. Of course, we've got the footy rights, and they'll be simulcast on 13.23, as well as SEN 16.29. Um, so it's a big day, and Jared will be calling the cricket, but he did a wonderful job. He does a bit of work, old Geraldo. Let's have a listen to the finishing uh, or part of the call last night when Pakistan defeated New Zealand. Here's Jared Waitley. Bowls to Masood, one run to go. Masood drives, he beats Southie, and the deed is done. Pakistan is going back to a World Cup final at the MCG. It has been a commanding chase, and it's a mighty win. Pakistan by seven wickets. There it is. Pakistan has the first ticket to the final. Tonight we will find out if it is England or India. I tried to which be controversial. joins them at the MCG. Yeah. Yesterday I picked both the underdogs. I'll stick with England tonight. Uh, this is sensational, isn't it? Uh, a big world event like this at the Adelaide Oval. The Enormous crowd television audience in. around the world. Um, and apologies. Look, we're getting some texts here. We appreciate uh, on the radio band of 1629. We've had some problems this week with the transmitter. We are crystal clear on the app. I I know that's not suitable for everyone, but we really, really do appreciate your patience and I know how frustrating it is. So thank you, thank you, thank you for putting up with us. Uh, Bruce, the big news today, and this was perhaps some of the biggest news, it came out about uh, Chelsea Randall and uh, won't be playing. No, once the AFL Chief Medical Officer went and did a full review looking at some vision that hadn't been seen before, saw some signs that concerned them and then with discussion with Adelaide's medical team decided the best thing was to always be cautious on a concussion issue. So while Chelsea felt fine, passed all and the, game the was tests last that Friday. we know. Yeah, well, I think it's reassuring though, Kim, that we're doing everything we can in what is probably the darkest room in sport. I mean, you've got doctors working in this dark room where they don't know where everything's at oh, with concussion. I was knocked out five times. I'm still here. Yeah, but you can see the consequences of it, Thanks can't very you? much. You I just showed that, that in your quiz. <laughs> I did. I put that on a plate for you, didn't I? I did have a brain fade there. I did well. <laughs> Yeah. Which well, oval did that one happen? The reason I, I brought... Oh, there was a, there was a number. Yeah, there <laughs> That's was Fevy Oval, the famous uh, Robbie Muir right hook. Mm. <laughs> G'day, Robbie. Um, Let's go to the incident, though, and relive it now with knowing what we know now. This is what happened yep. last Friday late in the game. Looks like Randall's face down in the prone position. She has worn them left, right and centre tonight and has the bumps and bruises to prove it. Oh, she is not in a good way here. The umpire is going to send her off due to the blood rule. And, of course, she tripped over and she pointed to a shoot bootlace because it was undone. And yeah, she you, you, saw, you saw the vision. You were concerned, weren't you? Oh, look, it wasn't a great look. She looked a little no. bit uh, stunned, but yeah. she gives her own. It's in the heat of battle. And I've, I've got no problem with care before anything else. I here. get that. Yeah. I don't think Chelsea felt the same way. We spoke to Matt Randall earlier. Oh, Matt Randall. Matt Clark. Yeah, look, the disappointment of missing a semi-final is one thing, but I hope, and I, I really sincerely hope that in 20 years' time when full of life and she goes, I'm glad I didn't push that one and something went wrong as we know with so many others who are suffering at the moment. So soldier years. down and then a soldier in 
and up. we're not sure yep. who it'll be. I checked, I googled Roach because mm. we were talking with Matty Rendell about what could the crowd be. I kept saying, let's hope we get 10,000 there. I must have had that number in my head. That is the information I've got that it can accommodate 10,000. One stands 1,500, the other's 500, and they're around the perimeter because it's yeah, standing. Interesting room. how many will be there. And then, then that leads to the question had Adelaide been in a position whereby they'd have hosting rights for a grand final, where would have it been played? Mm. Where would have been a suitable venue in Adelaide? to have an AFLW Grand Final because they can't play here at Adelaide Oval once the cricket's on. So it's an interesting question for the AFLW to deal with all up in the review season seven. Michelangelo, um, put your lack of cricket knowledge on the line. Yep. Who are you tipping tonight? India. And that's because you want to see India and Pakistan? Love to see that sort of rivalry at the MCG. And after what we saw in that first game with the colour that Barat was so mm. moved about, I'd love to see a repeat of it. 100,000 at the MCG Plus next barrack yeah. for England, Kim. You can't? No. Really? No. It's well, like, it wasn't it's for them, like, we probably wouldn't be here, Roach. Well, that's not the real issue. It's like... I've you got know, English heritage. It's like Doug Thomas. The late Doug Thomas used to say, if it was Russia v Port Adelaide, you'd barrack for the Russians every time. What's England? You can't <laughs> barrack for England in sport, Kim. Well, that's because Aldo Russian used to play for, the, <laughs> for West Adelaide. Who famously that's not ate, what he meant. Yeah, I know, but he famously ate a pie. And I was a young kid, and I grew up hearing that story yeah, all the time. Then yeah. I ended up working at Hughes and Loveday Sports yeah. Store for, and the captain and the coach uh, of West Adelaide, Trevor Hughes and Bob Lovethay, and I said, yeah. was that story ever true? I used to hear about some big ruckman, I think <laughs> he was a ruckman, that ate a pie at halftime. They said, no, that was true. Not Daryl Cale. He used to have a gasper, did he? And the pie. And the pie. Yeah. Well, I know I've said it before and I need to whisper it, Yes. but perhaps the greatest footballer South Australia have ever produced used to have a durry at halftime. Yeah, but when he wised up, he got rid of him. Oh, yeah, yeah, he stopped smoking yeah. years and years ago. But Even I, our great friend Malcolm Blight's got yep. rid of him, hasn't he? He has, sure assured me he has got rid of him. Yes, he has. Good, yeah, thank I, heavens I, for that. Tell the story, Roach, when I uh, got promoted from the under-17s up to the reserves and Barry was making his comeback with that huge brace on. Yeah. So he had to sit in the locker alongside of me. It was his first game back, and uh, he was number 10, I was number 13. There was no number 12 in between us, or, or 11. And uh, he went to the top shelf and grabbed, because I detest cigarettes. I've never, ever had one. I do, too. Sorry, Barry, he hates that story. Hey, we hope you've enjoyed the show. Happy birthday, Roots. Thank you. My old mate. You're not barracking for England, surely. Ah, look, I like the romance. I I won't know until it gets really close. I watched last night's game. Hey, have a great night, everyone. Stay with us here on SEN. The coverage is going to be sensational. Headed up by uh, Jared Waitley. It's going to be an absolute ripper. Thank you for all the birthday love you gave to Roach and those that didn't as well. It was still enjoyable. (laughs) Thank you very much. Good night, everyone. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.